Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. G'day and welcome back to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast on this Thursday, the 20th of January, 2022. Darren Mitchell here, host of the show. So glad you could join me for this episode. And today, January the 20th, marks another milestone in the podcast. And that is uh, episode number 400, 400. Very, very proud of this achievement, and uh, I wanted to reflect in this particular episode on a number of lessons that I've learned over the last uh, two years, uh, and particularly over the last or oh, 399 episodes, being this is number 400, that uh, hopefully uh, can be equally applicable to you in your leadership quest to become exceptional, but also for your team, and particularly if you're listening as well as an individual contributor, and you have some aspirations to become a leader, uh, whether it be in your existing organization or perhaps looking for opportunities outside your organization, whether that be in sales or not. Hopefully, these lessons that I've learned over the last couple of years, running 400 episodes, can be equally applicable to you in your quest to become even better in your particular field as well. So um, if you think back, uh, when was it? April 2020. Now, if you've been listening for a while, you know that uh, I've shared a couple of times that uh, with the with the pandemic in March 2020, Pretty much most, if not all, of my facilitation and training gigs were pretty much wiped out overnight. And uh, everybody was isolating, organizations were cancelling training, cancelling programs. Uh, certainly the face-to-face stuff stopped overnight. And it was before, in Australia, before any government assistance. So there was a lot of uncertainty happening in March 2020. Borders were being closed, left, right and centre. Airlines were being shut down. And people were living in a huge amount of uncertainty. And uh, me too. I was as well. So uh, one of the things that I found myself doing is spending a lot more time at home uh, where I normally spend time on the road, interstate, doing programs, coaching and mentoring and doing that sort of stuff. So if you know the story, five years in the making, I decided once and for all to begin a podcast. So it was five years that I was thinking about this, but for whatever reason, had never got around to it. Vis-a-vis, I kept making excuses to not do it. And uh, all of a sudden, in March 2020, late March 2020, all of the excuses were removed. So uh, on the 1st of April 2020, I sat down and recorded my very first podcast. And if you've been listening since day one, hopefully you've heard a level of change that's happened over the last two years, certainly over 400 episodes, because I've certainly noticed that my level of thinking, the way I communicate, uh, how I put words together has certainly improved, which, by the way, one of the uh, one of the benefits that I've didn't really think about at the time that has certainly helped me by recording five five podcasts a week is my ability to articulate a message to clients one on one, but also when I'm doing uh, group facilitation, group workshops, and sometimes group coaching, uh, it certainly helps me with my confidence level when it comes to speaking in groups, but also my level of competence. As well, so there's a number of lessons I wanted to share with you today as we mark the 400th episode. But I wanted to start at the beginning and, and even before the beginning, uh, when I was even thinking about putting a podcast together, I'd been following a guy who's been podcasting for over 15 years and has millions and millions and millions of downloads. 
And uh, he was, I remember him saying that when he first started, he sounded like Porky Pig on a meth trip. He was stumbling over his words. He was an ex-stutterer. But over time, the more he did it, the more he put his microphone in front of him and the more he forced himself to speak, the better he became. Now, when he first started, he also thought, nobody's going to listen to my podcast. And he thought, well, if if I get one person to listen, then that's a bonus. And I remember him sharing the fact that his first probably 5, 10, 15, maybe even 20 episodes, literally nobody was listening. And you think back, back in 2005, 2006, podcasting was uh, nowhere near as popular as it is today. But I remember him also sharing, it was about six months in, that he had an email come through from somebody in Singapore who had actually found his podcast. Now, this guy's from North America, and I'm sure he knows where Singapore is, but he said at the time, I had to look up where Singapore was because I had no idea where it was. And the fact that somebody in a different part of the world could actually listen to my message that I'd recorded and got some value out of it to the point where they sent an email asking to come to Singapore and actually talk to his group was something he never even contemplated. And that's not the reason why he started a podcast, but it was a benefit nonetheless. So he realized that if he can actually continue to record on a consistent basis a message then the potential for that message to be heard over and over and over again by people all around the world and the fact that it's an evergreen type of piece of content that even if it's in two years or three years down the track, people can still find it, then that is a phenomenal way to leverage your voice and leverage your message. And so I would look back to April 2020 and I was thinking, wow, wouldn't it be great to have five or 10 people just listen in to a podcast and hopefully get some value out of it? Never in my wildest dreams did I think that I would get past 50 episodes, let alone reach thousands of people around the world. So two years later, episode number 400, I'm sitting here looking back and saying, well, the last two years have gone incredibly quickly. And I think for all of us, uh, I guess the, the world as we had known it back in 2019 and before is completely different to the world we now see in 2022. But there's a lot of lessons that come out of that as well that hopefully we can use as a catalyst to move forward in a more proactive and more positive direction into this year and beyond. But uh, I was thinking, if I can get the 50 episodes, that'll be fantastic. When I got to 100, I thought, my God, this is unbelievable. Because one of the things I thought about is, uh, before I was even thinking about doing podcasting, I'd written a heap of articles. And I I think I'd written about 80 to 90 articles. And I said, well, if I can get through and pretty much talk about each of those articles and turn those articles or blog posts into a podcast, if I can get 80 of those in, then I'm doing really well. All of a sudden, I'm sitting down recording episode number 100, and I'm reflecting back and looking at the number of blog posts that I'd actually referred to and turn them into episodes, and I think, well, I haven't done that many. Maybe, maybe there's a little bit more uh, opportunity here to expand the repertoire and talk about some more topics, because one of the challenges I had early on in the piece was the thought of, what if I run out of things to say? I can only say the one thing once, therefore... The, the podcast would have a finite lifespan because once somebody's heard one topic, then that's it. There's no more conversation to be had on that topic. Until I realized that in every uh, workshop that I run, every coaching session that I have, even though there might be themes that come through each of those, often because the people are different, the conversation is different, the context is different, therefore the message can take on a slightly different flavor. And reinforcing the same message over and over and over again is actually not a bad thing. So if you have been listening to the podcast for a while, you notice that every now and then I will share the same topic, the same sort of content or context, but uh, there's a different flavor to it because there might be different experiences or depending on what's happening in that particular moment, 
then there, there might be a slightly different example that I use. But the message is still consistent and it's all geared around adding value and helping leaders and aspiring leaders to be exceptional in the craft that they put out every single day. So for me, uh, very, very grateful to be reaching thousands of people. And if I look back when I started, uh, similar to my colleague I was talking about, I had no idea as to how many people I'd be reaching and certainly didn't have any real uh, tangible goal in terms of how many people uh, downloads I would want to get or what, what would equal excellence or what would be a good download number. And the more and more people I talk to in the podcasting world, there's a lot of people who are fixated on downloads, uh, but there's a lot of people that actually just continue to deliver value and the downloads will just take care of themselves if they remain consistent. So that's what I've actually found. And uh, today, as I was looking at statistics, I'm now uh, being heard in over 55 countries around the world. So um, some of them I'd never even heard of, but that's a, that's a good thing. And uh, what, I've, what I've learned from that is, similar to what my colleague said years and years ago, that you just start recording a message and it goes out there. People will find the message. And the more you're consistent with that particular message, the more people that are going to hear it and find it and hopefully continues to add value to those particular people. So the other thing I'm really grateful for, and before I jump into the lessons, uh, really grateful also for the amount of commentary that comes back, uh, the number of emails that I've got, LinkedIn messages I've received, people who've connected with me who I'd never even heard of, but also the opportunity to interview a number of key people around the world over the last two years has been a great, uh, a great opportunity because, as I said to a number of people, when I left corporate in 2015, going into coaching, mentoring, training and facilitation, I've had the opportunity and the great opportunity to work in a number of different organizations, some big organizations and a lot of smaller organizations, but equally have had the opportunity to meet and work with a number of phenomenal people that if I had have stayed in my corporate career, I would never have got the opportunity to meet these people. So um, it's uh, something that I'm really, really grateful for. And uh, hopefully, as the episode title for this particular podcast is going to be, the journey does continue. So looking forward to the next 400 episodes. Uh, not sure how long it's going to take, but uh, hopefully I continue to provide value over those next 400. So with that, wanted to think about and reflect on some key lessons that have come out of the last 400 episodes. Now, if you've listened to episode 300, 200, and 100, some of these might be a little bit repetitive, but uh, the lessons, interestingly, don't change. So the more I reflect on these, the more these lessons just get reinforced. And uh, they're lessons that not only I've, I've taken on board in relation to my own journey around this particular podcast, but also when I think about my own leadership journey, but also the coaching and the mentoring I do with leaders today and aspiring leaders, the same principles apply. And if we can take these lessons and really, really look at them, really study them and then implement them, then we can really have a much bigger impact on the world. And uh, as the metaphor suggests, uh, leave the big footprints in the sand for other people to follow. So uh, here's some lessons. I've got six that I've written down. There's probably a whole host of other ones as well, but I wanted to focus on these top six. And hopefully uh, this is just me reflecting on the last 400 and hopefully this resonates with you as well. And as I go through these, just think about how these principles potentially apply to your career, your life right now, and the leadership position you're in or the aspiring leadership position you're looking for. So lesson number one, uh, lesson number one is all about the journey. Now, this is, a, this is an interesting one. We talk a lot about this in, in sales in particular and success, and entrepreneurs talk about this a lot, and it's a bit of a cliche, I know, but it's not about the destination. Success is not about the destination. It is all about the journey, and this journey continues. And if you watch anything from Simon Sinek, and if you look at his latest book, The Infinite Game, 
this uh, this principle, this lesson uh, makes a heap of sense because more and more today, organizations and great leaders are looking at the fact that the game doesn't ever end. There's an infinite game, which means it's all about the journey. Now, it's the process we go through, the progress we're making along the journey that often is uh, the key lesson in this. So it's all about constant and never-ending improvement. And I mentioned this yesterday. It's all about getting better today than we were yesterday, but even better tomorrow than we were today. Uh, It's not about being perfect. And I speak to a lot of people who have uh, very, very high standards, which is great, which is very noble, and that's exactly what we want to have as all of us, and particularly leaders, have very high standards. But there's also a level of perfectionism around those standards, which means... A, they're never satisfied, but B, sometimes they wait to take action because they put so much pressure on themselves to get it right. Now, it is not about perfection. It is all about progress. And this is something I'm speaking more and more to sales leaders and teams about is that, okay, it's great to have goals. It's great to have a big target and a big, hairy, audacious goal, which you talked about at the earlier at earlier in this month in one of the first podcasts. But you've got to now start thinking about what is the progress, what are the policies, what are the procedures, what are the activities, what are the behaviors we're going to put in place so that we can start measuring activity rather than keeping us so focused on the big outcome. Now, that outcome is always going to be there, but you've got to break it down into what are the actionable items we can put in place right now to know that we're making progress because if we continue to do that and we can build some momentum around that progress, then the numbers will take care of themselves. Now, uh, I've often heard people say that you do not have to be great to start. And this is, again, for the perfectionists out there. You don't have to be great to start. But here's the thing. We do have to start in order to be great. So lesson number one, it's all about the journey. And for me, as I sit here now two years later, or nearly two years later, the journey will simply continue. Now, lesson number two is consistency Compounds. Now, you've heard me talk about this a lot, and I was actually having a conversation with somebody this morning who's aspiring to increase their leadership and take their leadership to a whole new level. And we're talking about consistency and uh, how consistency does compound, but also how consistency is not sexy. It, it is not charismatic, but my goodness, it can actually generate some extraordinary results and often results that you never even thought possible when you first started. Now, if I look back, when I first started April the 1st, 2020, if I was looking out nearly two years and thinking, well, if I can get to 400, that'll be phenomenal. I never even thought about 400. I couldn't see that far. All I was seeing was 50. But I understood that if I continued to do it every single day and without fail, I started to develop a habit. Now, this habit starts to become automatic to the point where I got to the stage and it wasn't that far into it that I, I I didn't feel great if there was a chance I wouldn't be able to record a podcast. So I got to the stage where before I was uh, pulling the trigger, so to speak, and starting to record podcasts from day one, it was almost like, oh, I've got to get around to recording that podcast. So it was almost like a wish and I'll get around it someday. When I started to build some momentum and started to get consistent around it, uh, I actually got to the stage where I was I was waking up and I'm thinking, I've got to record a podcast. And my thought process, well, I don't really have a topic yet, but I trusted that I would find a topic. And often I go for a walk, listen to other podcasts, there'd be something that would happen, it'd be something in the news, or I'd, or I'd have a conversation with somebody, and that would spark an idea, which then became a topic for a podcast. So consistency does compound. You've got to stay in the game and you've got to keep playing the game on a consistent basis because that's where the results are going to come from. Now, an interesting statistic that I've uh, that I've discovered is that if you look at all of the podcasts and compared to 15, 20 years ago where podcasting was literally um, uh, in its infancy, today there are millions and millions of podcasts on all the various different platforms. 
but statistically, it's something like 80 to 85% of all the podcasts, and this is millions of them, have not been updated in the last 90 days. So one of the things I recognize, and this is what my colleague said to me, is that if you continue to be consistent in recording it and you continue to record new content and put new episodes out there, then that will separate you from probably 80%, if not more, of the population who have recorded podcasts. So I thought, great, I can do that. Then it became a habit. So consistency compounds. So think about what you're doing on a daily basis. Are you being consistent? Are you being really, really honed in on the things that you know will move the dial? And are you making sure you're allocating time to those activities that will enable you to drive that level of consistency? It is an absolute key to success. Point number three, lesson number three, it enables us to expand our network and expand influence. And I talked about this before, being being in a position where uh, getting out of the corporate corporate game and getting opportunities to work in multiple different organizations and meeting a whole host of different people has enabled me to expand my network and also expand my influence. But if I take that to another step, ordinarily, I would never have access to people in New Zealand, Asia, Japan, Greece, Mexico, North America, UK, and the list goes on. By recording this podcast over the last 400 episodes, I've actually got to expand my network significantly. I've actually had a number of people reach out to me wanting to be on the podcast, wanting to do joint ventures, potentially work as, uh, as clients of mine based on the word that I'm putting out there. So really understanding the butterfly effect or the ripple effect. I've been able to significantly expand my network, certainly expand my influence. Uh, and uh, when I look at things like LinkedIn, that's also enabled me to expand my network as well. But the other thing I recognize is there are a lot of people that are listening to the podcast that uh, I have no idea who they are. Uh, and it's only the people that reach out to the point where, well, I, I know that you're from the US, so we're having a conversation. And before you know it, I'm having a Zoom call with people in the US. And uh, that's a phenomenal exercise that I wouldn't have contemplated, say, two years ago. But the other thing about this as well is it's really gratifying to receive emails, text messages, or LinkedIn messages from people who uh, we're not connected. Uh, I don't know who they are. They don't really know me, but they've actually been listening to the podcast for a while, and they've been getting value out of the podcast. Now, they don't necessarily end up becoming clients, but this is just an example of the impact that we can have on people through the voice that we record and the message that we put out on a consistent basis. So being able to expand network and being able to expand influence is just a phenomenal thing. And great thing about podcasts is even though platforms like Apple only store 300 at a time, the messages we record or the content we put out is evergreen. So people will be listening to it two years, three years, four years, God forbid, five, 10 years, maybe 15 years down the track, albeit I'll continue to record podcasts. So they'll probably have to go to the website to get all the uh, back catalog. But the, the thing I realized though is you record your voice once and that message continues to be felt and listened to by people all around the world. And it's just, a, when you think about it, it's a phenomenal piece of technology that enables us to expand our influence around the world. So think about how you can expand your network, how can you expand your influence, and how can you apply the butterfly or the ripple effect to the work that you do. Lesson number four, focus on value, always seek to serve. Now again, if you've been listening for a while and following me on the various platforms, you know that I'm a big proponent of servant leadership, and that is as leaders, we are there to serve our team. Our team are not there to serve us, period. So always looking to add value. So if, you, if you're listening to the podcast, you know that 95% of the podcast episode is always about delivering value. It's all about content and context. And then there's a 5% component, which is a call to action for those people who are looking for assistance, looking for help 
to take their leadership to the exceptional level, uh, obviously make an offer to say, jump on a call, let's have a conversation, and I love the opportunity to work with you. But it's all geared around helping uh, to add value to people. So from a leadership point of view, if you look at your team right now, how are you continuing to seek to add value? Every time I put the uh, put the microphone on, it's always about, okay, what is the key message I want to put across today? How is this going to help just one leader out there who may be going through a, a very similar situation that I'm talking about, and they just happen to find this particular podcast at the time that they need it? Because I've always got in my mind a vision of the person who's listening to this and then taking the lesson from it and applying it immediately. So always continue to focus on adding value. The fifth lesson is constant and never-ending improvement. Now, again, if you listen to episode number one, probably through to episode number 20 or 50, it probably wasn't that great. Uh, there probably would have been a lot of stuttering. My voice would have been a little bit more monotone. Hopefully it's changed over the over the journey. But what I've noticed through listening to myself back and getting feedback from people is it's now becoming a lot more natural. So I'm a lot more comfortable now being able to record not just audio, but also when it, st- it comes to standing in front of a video camera and certainly standing in front of a group of people uh, the nerves that were there even you know three or four years ago when I was doing workshops compared to now, uh, there's, there's, a, there's a level of excitement now. There's not a level of anxiousness that was potentially sitting there three or four years ago. So always knowing that every single day I'm looking to improve, every single day I'm looking to take the performance to a whole new level because as leaders we know there's always a new level of performance to get to. And again, just reinforcing this key message that if we can continue to focus on getting better today than we were yesterday, that means learning something new, either about ourselves or our craft, but also understanding that tomorrow, we're going to look at getting better tomorrow than we are today as well. So just thinking about that, you'll ever, never, ever arrive, which links back to point number one, it is always about the journey. So for you, are you creating an environment where there's constant and never-ending improvement? Or have you arrived? And do you have people in your team who believe they've arrived and that there's nothing new for them to learn? There's always something new to learn. So constant and never ending improvement. And point number six before we wrap up this particular episode is keep going irrespective of how you feel. Now, one of the key things I spoke to our leader this morning about was this very topic, that leaders, first and foremost, and I talked about this yesterday, have the responsibility to establish and identify what reality looks like today. And many times they'll have to have conversations or take certain pieces of action that uh, needs to happen in order to move the team forward or in order to underpin the culture that we want to represent and maintain the standards of excellence that we put in place. And often we won't necessarily feel like it. So one of the key lessons I've learned, because I've got to say there's a number of days that I wake up and the last thing I am wanting to do is uh, record a podcast because sometimes you just wake up and you don't necessarily feel it. And if you've been in a job for a while, if you've been in a role for a while, you know exactly what I'm talking about because some days it feels like anything you touch is going to turn to gold and the other days you wake up and nothing's fundamentally changed. You just do not feel like it. So it's when we don't feel like it that we need to push through and do what we know we need to do irrespective of how we might feel. So what I've noticed is is just staying in the game, just making sure that I'm consistently doing this five days a week. And uh, what's really interesting is that when I don't feel like doing it, the fact that I force myself to do it because I've actually got the topic already in mind, so I'll actually do it, it's actually quite cathartic. So at the end of the episode, at the end of the recording, I actually feel a lot better about having had recorded that particular episode. And the other thing there is a little bit of a uh, little bit of a sense of accomplishment as well after actually recording that podcast, putting it in through the editing software and then uploading it to the various platforms, that is in the can, as they say 
in the entertainment business. So uh, the key thing there is just keep going. Uh, don't give up and just stay in the game. So they're the key lessons, the six key lessons from episode number 400. As we wrap up this particular episode, I just want to say thank you. Eternally grateful for the opportunity to put out a podcast five days a week to continue to put out a message that resonates with so many people and very, very grateful for the feedback, very, very grateful for the people that I've got to interact with and meet and also very, very grateful for the people I've got to work with as a result of listening to this podcast. So no episode, as you well know, would be complete without the final call to action. That is uh, episode number 400, uh, nothing stops, and that is we keep going. So if you are committed to taking your leadership to an entirely new level because you know there's another level of performance you can get to, and therefore you know your team can get to another level, then I'd love the opportunity to work with you over the next 90 days to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level. You know the drill. Go to leadwithdarren.com, pick a time. I'll give you a call via the wonderful Zoom. We'll have a conversation about what you're up to right now. What does leadership look like for you in the next 90 days? And what does success look like? And we can get started to work together as early as next week. Got some slots opening up. Very much look forward to that conversation. Wherever you happen to be in the world, we've got time slots available for everybody and certainly have a program for everybody as well. Because as you would have heard if you've been listening to the previous podcast, big goal this year is I'm dedicated and committed to helping 150 leaders and aspiring leaders become exceptional in their craft, in their field, and have a massive impact on their team, on their organization, on their industry. So if that is you, Love the opportunity to have a conversation with you. So very much look forward to that conversation. And as always, look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it, But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.